Girl, you hear about that underground station? Girl, what? I'm tuning in right now. Underground station. Hey y'all, it's your girl Star, aka Star on the mic. Welcome yeah. to the Underground Station. We got a special guest here, yeah. Ace of the Prodigy. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You already know what it is. I go by the name of Ace of the Prodigy. You can follow me on any social media at the World ATV. And you know what I'm saying? We down here with Star. We kicking it, Fiji water, something. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Asa. So first, like. Everybody, who you are, I guess your name, how you started rapping. Tell us about yourself. All right, I mean, I'm gonna keep it, I'm gonna try and keep it like super condensed because I feel like we got more questions that we got to tackle. So, um, basically, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a prodigy percussionist, you know what I'm saying? Um, before I started rapping, I was, you know, percussionist, everything, it was everything. And, um, you know, I was trying to find a rap name. I started rapping when I was nine years old. Shout out to Lil Wayne, I heard a million, it changed my life. And um, I was trying to find a rap name, and my cousin was like, uh, he was like, you know, you're a prodigy. You're like, you know that. So you know, you're ace of the prodigy. That's what you are. And uh, from that moment on, I kind of just went with that. Because before that, I had like three, four rap names when I was like nine, bro. Them drums was terrible. I, was, I, I used to want to be Lil Wayne so freaking bad when I first started rapping. But you got to understand, that's like Carter Three Wayne, 08, you know what I'm saying? So that was like everything to me. So, oh, so you got the name Prodigy before Prodigy. Yeah, it was it? Yeah, yeah, way before then. Uh, way before then, I got I got the name Prodigy way before then because that's what people were calling me just when I was playing drums and playing you know instruments and stuff. They were calling me a Prodigy anyway. Okay. So, um, yeah, that's 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 the that's the short summed up version that how how that came about. You feel me? Um, I want I want to see what questions you're gonna ask me because I'm, I'm ready for the. For the OC, okay. you know what I'm saying? I can't prepare, so. Well, before we get into more questions, I know Asa from Suplin. We were both in the Visual Performing Arts program, but he was in band and I was in orchestra. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember, like, we first met at my Sweet 16, came with Xavier. Oh, that was your Sweet 16. Yeah. <laughs> that oh, was like a while really? Ago. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. Yeah, and he's like, this is my little cousin. He rap or whatever. And I was like, oh, yeah. and he spit something. I was like, oh. Yeah, shout out to X. Before I got to Suitland, like, shout out to Suitland High School. Suitland High School, like, allowed me to get a, lot of, get a lot of stuff done. You know what I'm saying? If it wasn't for me performing, I look at Suitland High School the way I did. It probably wouldn't have blown up the way it, you know, has and the way it's still going right now. Shout out to them. But he, he kind of, like, got people hip to me before I got to the school so it was already like you know what I'm saying it was popular and girls liked him so even though he was a <laughs> freshman and the girls liked him and he was kind of like you know it's my little cousin you know what I'm saying and you know what I'm saying we got popular around the school but that's crazy I didn't even know that was just week 16. Yeah. I remember that joint vividly very vividly yeah I used the third wheel with that nigga a lot because he used to before I was really getting girls X was you know what I'm saying pulling all the joints and I was just there trying to that's my way with something yeah. so but that was, that's crazy i didn't know that was yours yeah but like what made you want to come to sue for like band like bruh to be completely honest to be completely honest i didn't really want to i had mixed emotions about coming to sue mm -hmm. um yeah, no. i really did me not being from here i didn't know what to expect and from what i saw i was like oh no nah, 
I don't know how I'm gonna survive here. Mm-hmm. But I was like, when I got there, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna make this my my thing. I'm gonna make this my school in the sense of I'm gonna in my lane, I'm gonna be that nigga. Basically, it's how I approached high school. And um it, it kinda it makes sense because it's like the music industry is really just one big high school. Mm-hmm. And it's like the deeper you get into it and the more you get into it, the more you realize that that's what that is. So it was, um, I mean, my feelings on going to Suitland and what made me want to go, mm-hmm. I, I literally can't tell you. I just know that that's how, basically my parents thought I was going to go to college mm-hmm. on like per- percussion scholarships mm-hmm. and stuff. So that was their way of, you know, making sure I was safe. Right. Um, not going to Suitland, that's really but you get what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Shout out to Susan, you get what I'm trying to say. But because um, they were, you know, Susan's a great school. You really get some serious scholarships going to Susan. Like you pay, they'll pave a way for you if you're trying to go to school. But um, that was basically it. They didn't really know the direction I was gonna mm-hmm. go into with uh, with music in the sense of my rapping, and mm-hmm. they didn't they didn't really have a real clue. So right. I always knew. I always knew that when I was gonna get to a certain point, I was gonna tell them like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to school. I hope you know that. So mm-hmm. I was just gonna use that platform the best of my ability and right. I feel like that's what I did. So So from Sulin would you say that it paved the way for you to get on the tour of the Shook and Dream tour? No, I wasn't on Shook and Dream. I was actually on Live Your Dream. Live uh, Your Dream okay. Live Your Dream look I'm not gonna say what I wanna say. Okay. Just know that Live Your Dreams tour was like the one. Mm-hmm. We was the one. And we was the ones really turning up them schools. And we was the ones really showing out, you know okay. what I'm saying, and doing what we did. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, that, that was a God thing, actually. That had nothing to do with Suitland at the okay. time. Because that was, that was around the time that I had uh, put out Dumb Thought. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we had, they had, yeah, we had put out Dumb Thought. And mm-hmm. I, but I couldn't perform that at the school, so it wasn't like a Suitland thing. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so that's how that went down. I just that was a god thing, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He needed uh one of the D, the DJ DJ Finesse, shout out shout out to him, that's my guy. He needed a drummer and you know what I'm saying, my manager finesse the situation and I got on the tour and, um I only performed like the first year mm-hmm. I opened up the show, I only performed like a minute, forty five seconds of the show. I didn't get on like the actual like real joint, like like I was up there every show right. for the most part, but I didn't like I wasn't performing a set. Mm-hmm. Everybody else performed a set, but they liked my energy so much. By the time I dropped, I looked. When I, we came back the second year, that was when it got real. You know what I'm saying? My dream. Okay, okay. So how how long was it? It was like. I mean, nah, it was it wasn't even like it was like a couple of dates during the school year. You know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. I, I missed a lot of school though. Trying uh, to pull, really? pulling it off. Yeah, I missed a lot of school. So how is it like? doing school work and trying to handle your rap career too bro it was hard because it's like when you when you go to when you go to suitland specifically when you're in the vpa i, I really don't want to have all these questions like suitland related but it's like it kind of makes sense for them to be just because that, that's like kind of the background of how things are going mm-hmm. but um really it was, it was difficult doing vpa and trying to be a rapper i was missing a lot of school bro shout out to shout out to <laughs> Shout out to everybody in the front office and my teachers that were patient with me because I was missing school for reasons that weren't really, you know what I'm saying? But it was helping my career type stuff and they really looked out for me. Um, You know, helping me get my work and certain things like that. 
Mm-hmm. But um, it was very difficult. But I always knew that I needed to be homeschooled to pursue it 100%. I always knew that. That was never a, um, like when I was five, I told my mom, I gotta go to LA to pursue my career. Mm-hmm. My mom's like, what career? Like, I didn't have one, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was just in my head, but I always knew what, I, what it took. But I made it work, it was very difficult. A lot of times where I would leave school early to go to the studio mm-hmm. or I couldn't show up to school at all because I had to go to, um, I had to go to shows or whatever the case was, or when, if it got too stressful for me, I would just not go to school. And, you know, yeah. you know, just so it was. It was just you know, it was it was definitely difficult. But that's why um, this past December, I just left in the middle of my senior year to mm-hmm. be homeschooled because it was really getting out of pocket, really getting crazy. So um, you know, that's that's what we had going on. Okay. So I see, like you, you were tweeting, and they're bringing back the show My Super Sweet Thing, right? And yeah. So now I can't say I can't even I can't even I can't even I can't, can't even say on it. Yeah, I can't speak on that show. I right. really can't. Like I can't speak on that show right now. All I know, all I can say is this. Um, I've watched certain shows. Um, shout out to Lil Key. He was on the show. Um, me and Key aren't that close, but you know what I'm saying we know each other. We've been pretty cool. I would say he might say something else. Who knows? But I'd say me and Key are pretty cool. We watched the show. I was at his uh his viewing party mm-hmm. for the thing, and um, you know it's it's a it's a very dope show, and um, y'all are just gonna have to tune in every week to you know you know but, <laughs> yeah. So I can't speak on that right now. Though. I literally. I would if I could, but okay. I, I literally can't. So. Okay, so Ace just dropped a new video. Yeah, I did. Flavors. Flavors, go listen to that right now. Go watch that yes. video right now. Yeah, that, It's a know. little box. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we got more material for y'all. Mm-hmm. Like, for real, for real. Like, we're coming for 2018, 2019, 2020, pretty serious. Okay. Um, so, we're just making those, those, those games right now. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna talk up my music. I'd rather just have y'all watch. You know, what I'm saying this right. interview, and then y'all go back and then like boom. Because I'm the type of person I like to have my music speak for itself. Mm-hmm. I don't have to cycle up my music or tell you, oh, this is gonna be the greatest thing you've ever heard. And you're like, like nah, nigga. Like here you go, and right. you're gonna keep. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm just so yeah. Definitely check out flavors. Check out the Five DMV Summers cover. I did a Magnolia remix. So um, shout out, you know, everybody that's supporting that right now. And um, I got a lot. I got a lot of love on Twitter for it. So yeah, we're just continuing okay. to push that record. So yeah, that's good. Yep, yep. So behind the video, like, how did you, you know, pick the location? Or- um, for what? For flavors? Mm-hmm. Um, really? That was like I had like a concept, a little bit of how I wanted the video to go, mm-hmm. but that was really like uh, my man's Versa, Versa Visuals, and um, Neff, mm-hmm. the two guys that shot it. Um, okay. Shout out to Duke G more too. Um, just great minds. I, it, I, you never do anything by yourself, especially in entertainment. It's yeah. like you, it can't be done. Right. Like you know what I'm saying. So I just, I just appreciate my team and the people that are around me mm-hmm. to that that help. It's not a lot of us, but that help make the product that you see what it is. Right. You know what I'm saying. So it, really, man, that was that was that was Versa and Neff. You know what I'm saying. It was like Ocean City. Mm-hmm. My little body, so do it. We didn't even have a treatment, you know what I'm saying? Most people that do music videos, they have a treatment, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. How they do things like this got to be written down right, right. and this scene is going to be this. Like, nah, 
we popped up at Ocean City. We filmed uh, like the Brady Bunch scene the day before. Oh, really? We popped up at Ocean City and we was like, all right, so cool. What you feel like doing? All right, cool. This is what you're going to do. All right, I see this is over here. Right. This is over here. And we just kind of like freelance the video, wow. basically. So, yeah, yeah, most people be like, I had this all planned, but you just went there and was like, yeah. Dang, that's lit. That's lit. Yeah. So, um, moving on to like, I guess your writing process. Like, how do you go about that? Like, Good question. I mean, it all it all depends. It varies. Like, if a beat, feel, shout out to Running J, Running J beat. Shout out to Running J beats. Shout out to Just Dre. Um, shout out to Lofi. Shout out to Raymond on the track. Shout out to J Pesos. Um, these are all producers I, you know, what I'm saying I work with. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think if I'm forgetting. Oh man, shout out to KM. KM's my KM be engineering my stuff. He he be like mixing and he mixing master flavors. Um, he's also mixing mastering another record or well, two other records that we got going on. Shout out to KM, that's my guy. He just did Wale's album. So if you oh, like Wale and and you know what I'm saying you like me, support my friends. You know what I'm saying. He he did that joint. So shout out to KM, Candyman. He that nigga. But uh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, Basically, uh, yeah, we um, you know, if a beat if a beat hits me a certain way, I might be able to write it that day. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not always like that. It's not always like they just come instantly at all. You know, sometimes it might take a week or two mm-hmm. or three or four. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I might have a beat because I'm very hands on with my beat, so I, I'm the one that tells my producers um, some some of the time. Well, most of the time nowadays, like how I want things done, right. the sample, this, that, the third, I want it to sound like this, and I kind of give them the sauce for them to run with it. So mm-hmm. I might have a beat for like two to three months before I ever write to it. Mm-hmm. It's all it's all about feeling and emotion. I'm a very, um, how can I put this? I'm a very just, uh, I mean, I, things hit me a certain way. You right. can say I'm emotional, I guess, because I'm an artist, mm-hmm. but, um, but not like emotional in a bad way. It's just like, I, I take everything in, so. You know, it's all about a feeling. It's right. all about a vibe. And mm-hmm. as soon as I catch that vibe, I, I can be able to right. do things. So yeah. So was like Little Wayne like your only biggest influence? Bruh, we would be sitting here all day <laughs> telling you my influences. Um, them niggas like it's hella niggas, bruh. Like it's endless niggas, bruh. Like like people like um, you know, you got Wayne, you've got Kanye, right. you've got Drake, you've got Big Sean, you got ASAP Rocky. You got Taz Arnold, people that don't even make music mm-hmm. that inspire me. Like you got, you got people like Virgil Abloh. You got people like Matthew Williams. You got people like Harold Preston. Like the list just goes on and on and on for me. Um, people like Wiz Khalifa. Like yeah. it's, uh, you know, that's just just off the top. Like mm-hmm. first, like we'd be here sitting forever, telling you my influences because it's like you know, you grow up watching all of these right. people. Um, where I'm from, we didn't necessarily necessarily have a um, a dynamic the way DC and like the DMV has it. Like right. celebrities come here, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Where I'm from, celebrities don't really go there because mm-hmm. it's not really much to do there. So, you know, growing up in an area like that, we're looking up to places like DC. We're looking up to places mm-hmm. like California, and it kind of forced us to be open minded right. as kids mm-hmm. because there wasn't it, there wasn't much there. Mm-hmm. So. My 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 influences range everywhere, you know what I'm saying, to, to make what y'all see and what y'all will be seeing within the next ten to twenty years. So Okay, that's yeah. good. So like, um 
How would you describe your style? I don't know. I just like lay back to like no, because it's like it all depends on what it all depends on like how I'm feeling that right, day. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now one thing you'll always see, you'll always see the headband. You'll always see the headband nine times out of ten. Okay. Um Why the headband? Man, shout out to uh ASAPMs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. ASAPMs he had the headband thing, he wore it upside down. Mm-hmm. So that's kinda why I do it. And because of the um just the early two thousands culture, like I mm-hmm. love that. Like that's my thing. Okay. So um, you know, I mean it all depends on how I'm feeling that day. If I'm feeling chill, I'll wear something chill. If I feel mm-hmm. like being in the middle, I'll be in the middle. Right. You know what I'm saying? It all varies. Um, I don't know. I don't so know. Like what's... when you perform, it's like your headband, like your old good luck piece. Or nah, that's headband? just my thing. That's just like that's just that's just my thing. Like the upside down headband with the Nike is just, just shout out to Nike. I love you. Shout out to Jordan. I love you. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nike and Jordan, you know what I'm saying? That's the wave. But um, you know, I, that's just my thing. Okay. You know, just the Nike headband. That's just my little, not trademark, but trademark at the same time. Right. Know? So right. yeah, that's just that's all that is. But I mean, style is. I can't even necessarily talk about style because it's just something that I do. Mm-hmm. Like I was watching when I was 13 years old, like mm-hmm. the Chanel fashion shows, like okay. boys and girls, yeah, yeah, yeah. just to see what it is. Like mm-hmm. my, my joke was like back in the day when I was trying to like, you know what I'm saying, OC with the girls, you know what I'm saying, I'm mm-hmm. in a relationship now, but right. when I was trying to get legs and stuff, I was like, you know, I'm the only nigga that you know that can pick out a person to dress for you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like and be, and be, you know what I'm saying, straight with mm-hmm. it, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, fashion is just something I, I, that's, I, it's just something I like. It's something I do, it's something that I'm into. Mm-hmm. But um, it's just, it's like a second nature yeah. almost, so. So would you say like your music has like a certain style or? My music, everything with me runs off of energy and feelings. Mm-hmm. Like that's why I was like, I'm an emotional. Everything runs off of emotions and feelings right. and the way I feel at that moment or right. the way I felt and I never got a chance to like tap into it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So everything I do, even down to the music, if you, that's why the music hits you the way it does, mm-hmm. because I'm giving my emotions. I'm not just writing words in my phone, you know what I'm saying, or on a piece of paper mm-hmm. to try and make things sound yeah. cool. You know what I'm saying? A lot of rappers, they want to sound cool. They want to look cool. They want to, you know what I'm saying? They're trying too yeah. hard. But me, I just, I give you how I feel. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And that's why the, the records hit you like that. Even records like I Look, the, yeah. I, I took a shower, brushed my teeth, then I get in the mirror, like mm-hmm. then I looked in the mirror, like yeah. stuff like that. Like you, you feel it, you know what I'm saying? The, right. You wanna know what I text back? She ain't getting no text back, you know what I'm saying? Just like certain things like that. Right. I like making music that people can feel, that people can live to. Mm-hmm. And you can only make pe- music that people can live to is right. if you're putting yourself in that situation. Yeah. You're, you know what I'm saying? If you, if you can't be not open to your fit you can't be non-vulnerable i don't know if that's a word and if it is if it isn't a word it is now you can't be non-vulnerable and be an artist you know what i'm saying because you're putting your emotions and your feelings on you know on paper Mm -hmm. so um that's that's basically all that is you know so yeah but dumb thought what did you go with that yo dumb thought it was a real situation right a girl i went to school with that you went to school with were you hit no it was not hit Really? You don't even know how that song popped off? No, I, I don't know. Alright, so all right, so throwback, throwback for the people that are going to be watching this in like 10 years and y'all see it and then y'all are looking like, what's dumb thought? 
if y'all if y'all have that question, Dunk Thought is the first song I ever made, like on the, the first song I ever put on SoundCloud that really like did numbers for real and really it kind of showed me like I like I can really do this for real for real for real. Shout out to Fiji, but um. Basically, it was the summed up version is it was a girl I was with for like eleven months. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? I do. Yes. Who was the girl I was with my my freshman year and my sophomore year? I don't remember. High school was like. Are you tripping? Five years. Girl, you was you was just in high school like two years ago. <laughs> that was like five years ago. Nah. Basically, I was with tripping. her for like I was with her for like eleven months. Mm-hmm. Um, she kind of like did me job. She job like did me dirty. Basically, broke up with me for like. No apparent reason at all. Mm-hmm. And I was fine with that, you know what I'm saying? But then, uh, after a while, like, she, I was like, uh, just tell me if you left me for somebody else, mm-hmm. I don't have a problem. You know what I'm saying? Just be honest with me. She wasn't, it didn't seem like she was honest with mm-hmm. me. Maybe it just so happened that right. we got back to school after Christmas, after uh, Thanksgiving break, and she was with this dude. Um, and they were walking in the section that I had to go to class, like, every day. I'm sorry. Like every yeah, like every day I would see them in my direction. Like mm-hmm. they'll be walking right in front of me, boo loving. No, like, oh, like right. I don't know if it was intentional. I, I don't know. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? It probably it probably wasn't. Right. But um, I was just tired of seeing them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bruh, like so. You tell me you don't leave me for nobody. We come back from break. You with somebody, boo loving, right. right in front of me. I'm walking behind you. You know how you walk in high school, you be like, nigga, move. Yeah. Like they was like right there. You know what I'm saying? Every day. Mm-hmm. So. After a while, I told my um, my girl best friend, who's a, you know, yeah, shout out to her. Um, I told her at the, my girlfriend, my girl best friend at the time, mm-hmm. let me correct that. Um, I was like, uh, whatever. Um, okay. I was like, bro, I'm tired of seeing them. Like, mm-hmm. I swear, I just want to be like, get out of my face, mm-hmm. you dumb thought. And I, I paused, and I was like. That's a freaking really? song. Cause I had to beat. I had to beat earlier that year. I made a beat myself. Like okay. I'm. I, I can. I don't necessarily do a lot of hands-on beats anymore. Mm-hmm. But if you put FL Studio in front of me, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna cook up something pretty nice. You know what I'm saying? But um, I had to beat in like April, mm-hmm. and I actually showed it to her when we were still together. But it was never finished. And I was like, I was like, this joint hard. She was over my house. Mm-hmm. I was like, let me play this for you. I was like, this joint hard. But I can't finish it. I probably never use it though. She was like, kill. I was like, oh well. We ended up breaking up that November. Um, the next day, I had a studio session with nothing to record. I, you can't go to the studio with nothing to record. I woke up that morning after having a dream that we relived like the whole, I relived that whole 11 months in one dream. Woke up sick. I was so mad. And I got my computer, finished the beat, and wrote the song at the same time. Recorded the song, the first version of the song that night. And that's how I came about. Dang, so like that's the summed up version. I don't really want to talk about that right now too much. <laughs> but just you know what I'm saying, just for this interview right here, I'm gonna put this, I'm gonna put this out. This interview right here is for the people that like in 10 years, y'all trying to find some like real old ace of the prodigy footage. You feel me? And some real old star footage. And y'all come across this. It's like every rapper has this type of interview before they like do something crazy where they like in the basement. You know what I'm saying? Or they like like I watched it or they like in the living room. Like so this this is this is for y'all. For like the people that are probably gonna just watch this, like, I don't know, in a couple weeks or whatever. I mean you can watch it and it'll be entertaining to you, but 
this is really for them real diehard Ace of the Prodigy fans for like in in like ten shout years ahead. Shout outs, shout outs to y'all watching this joint because it might not be right now, but in like 10, 15 years, shoot, less than that, probably like five, six years, y'all gonna be like, yo, I just found this vintage joint. But yeah, that's 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 what that's about. That's what that's about. Okay, okay, okay. Um, what would you say? Like, what's next for you? Like, oh, we just got a. We're just gonna put out good product. We're just gonna put out good product for the world. That's all you. That's that's that's. Um, I'm trying not to give you like a political answer because I don't really want to talk about stuff like that. I don't really want to talk about like politics with the game or whatever the case is because stuff mm-hmm. sucks. Mm-hmm. But we're just gonna give y'all good product. Right. We're just gonna give continue to give you guys great music, mm-hmm. and um, we're gonna continue to just. Be great. Give y'all some some real dope music that y'all can live y'all lives to. You feel me? And that's what I plan on doing. I plan on, um, you know, I mean, the money will come obviously, but mm-hmm. I do this for the music. You feel me? I like making music. I like sitting in a studio and listening to a mix ten thousand times, mm-hmm. making sure it's right. I like doing stuff like that. I like that feeling when you first hear the beat, but with no lyrics on it, right. and you just had a certain day. And you call up your producer on FaceTime because I cook up a lot of my beats over FaceTime mm-hmm. for my producer. And you on FaceTime and you cooking up and you come up with an idea and y'all get to talking and ranting and venting about y'all problems mm-hmm. and you put that emotion into the beat and that beat comes out a certain way and it hits right. your face. That's what I live for. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? All that extra, all them Grammys, all that, you know, mm-hmm. every all of those other things will come to me. Right. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I, I understand that. So I'm not even going to sit here and be like, oh yeah, I'm going to be... You know, I mean, I am, but I'm be, you know, man, on the Grammys and BET, like, nah, I'm not even gonna sit here and give right. you that whole spiel. I, right. I can just tell you this right here that I'm gonna give y'all some records. Like, y'all will have some records from me within okay. the next couple of years. So, yeah. If you can give, um, like, any upcoming artist or rapper, like, any advice, what would you give them? Like, what would you say? Know what you're getting into before you get into it. Because if you don't, if this isn't what you like to do, like what I just said, like I like making music, mm-hmm. and you like making music, if you can't sit in the studio for like 13, 14 hours, I'm all right, I'm not even gonna cite some. Eight, nine to 10 hours, maybe 12, and without getting frustrated, and you can't sit there and really put your all into the art of the music. I'm not just talking about sitting there and sounding cool, nah, nigga. I'm talking about sitting there and you know what I'm saying? Going over them mixes, making sure your production sounds the right way, making sure that those instruments pop a certain way, make sure that the emotion in the song is is coming across the way you want it to. If you're not here for the art, bro, it's not worth it. And uh, to be honest with you, if you're not here for the art, because and and nobody's really gonna say that to nobody. Nobody's really gonna be like, oh yeah. Um, if you're not like nah, everybody sees the glitz, they see the glam, they see the money, they see the girls, but they don't really see what it takes to really be an artist. Y'all niggas just want y'all just y'all niggas just want clout. That's really what you want. You just want clout and an easy way to get some bread. Mm-hmm. So if you really like making music and that's what you can see yourself doing every day and not just cranking, not just turning up with your bros and freestyling in the corner. I'm really talking about studying an art form right. to make music that affects the world and that affects people, bro. It just don't do it. But if that's you, hey, turn up. You know what I'm saying? Have fun, you know what I'm saying? If, 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 if that's what you love to do, 
just 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 know what you're getting into before you get into it. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, it's like I see like a lot of artists out there like coming from from our school and just you know being out there in college life and like just seeing everybody getting into the music world. It's like some people they don't really put the work in, but like Aces, sweet. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. But you know, you know, since I was fifteen, passing out wristbands at the school. Yeah, the wristbands. I still got them. Facts. You live for that. I rap battling older niggas. Like I ain't know nobody in the school, but I had, uh, you know, what I'm saying some people I was cool with Mm -hmm. that was kind of like showing me, you know, what I'm saying the way and showing me who to rap battle and stuff like that, setting them joints like that up and like stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You know, what I'm saying like. I've been wanting this. I came to Suitland saying that I was going to do yeah. and what I was going to be. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's not over. It was just high school. But it was practice. You know what I'm saying? I see that as a practice round. That was mm-hmm. a scrimmage. What, what, what y'all saw in high school for me to the people that, well, not even that went to high school because there's footage of what happened when I was there. Mm-hmm. So it's not even like, oh, yeah, it's like some myth. Like, nah, nigga, look up the footage. <laughs> Ask somebody with a yearbook to look up the yearbook. Um, that was just a scrimmage. And I'm gonna I'm take that same drive and that same work ethic, that same creativity and that same mindset and, and work ethic into the real world. And we gonna turn the real world into, basically, I'm gonna make the world look like I made my high school look. You feel me? Period. And that's just how I'm rocking, so. Yeah, I forgot what the question was, but I, I, <laughs> that's, that's, just, that's just how I'm feeling, you feel me? Okay. So. so like, you're like blowing up social media, like music videos and everything. I see you like incorporate um like the Vine people in there. Oh yeah, shout out my man Goofy. Shout yeah. out Goofy, shout out Pat, A Pat, that's a funny nigga. Them them niggas are hilarious. Shout out um Croft, mm-hmm. like young Keenan Thompson, um, Fat Croft, shout out uh Dre the Topic, you know what I'm saying? Um Cleos. Um, oh, people in the ceiling, right? Yeah. Oh, all of them, all of them, bro. Like we all went to, we all, I, I know all of them for, for, okay. for a decent amount of time now. So it only makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm cool with Goofy. So we're not even just cool. Like, that's like my brother. Mm-hmm. You feel me? In a sense. You know what I'm saying? We've had a lot of uh, big brother, little brother moments. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but uh, it, it, that's that's why that makes sense okay. for them to have to be in my videos and stuff. Those, those are my names. You know? So since you're like moving up this ladder, would you say like, you had to leave some people behind or it's not I, I don't I didn't leave anybody right. I didn't I didn't I wouldn't say I left anybody mm-hmm. I don't even think per, um, perception is ridiculous mm-hmm. um but I didn't leave anybody honestly I'm still the same dude I was when I was mm-hmm. 14 trying to pass out CDs right I just look different I got more weight on my body <laughs> and I'm not I'm, I'm making good decisions mm-hmm. um the people that left i guess or that aren't around as much they did it to themselves like literally and um you know that's that it wasn't it wasn't anything i i didn't i don't feel like i had to really cut anybody off they kind of just like Mm -hmm. fell off because they didn't because they couldn't handle where i was going Mm -hmm. and it wasn't anything i did it was i've never had to be like all right i can't bang with you no more because of etc um it just it just weren't there you know what i'm saying yeah. it just worked out like that so yeah okay okay um, let's wrap it up say thanks station with us it's my first interview y'all so shout out to you gang 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 you feel me
Yeah, man. You, I go by the name of the Prodigy. Once again, you can follow me on any social media at the Real ATP and um, seven five seven DMV three zero one two zero two forever. Guys, make sure you follow me on Twitter at Underground S two underscores and follow me on SoundCloud at the Underground Station twenty seventeen. Thanks, y'all.